0: Hi, this is Dr. Stephen Jones. And today I want to talk about a new and different topic, which is 10 Keys to a Successful Marriage. And it's based on my newest book. Yes, I actually, of course, I write books, but I want to go in a different direction because I'm usually focused on education. But I want to talk about marriage. There's just so many issues affecting families today. And I'm hoping that with this new book that I produce, it's kind of a workbook where couples can uh, really have conversation in a meaningful way, whether you're about to be engaged or you're engaged or about to get married um, or you are actually married, (laughs) this is a great book that you can use to get some wonderful advice that will help you to have better communication and a more loving relationship. So I just want to kind of go over and highlight some of the various chapters in the book and hopefully get you to step out and take advantage of this new resource that will will help your family. So this, the first chapter is on how to make Christ Lord of your marriage. I believe I'm a a man of faith. Um, I've been an associate pastor and I really believe that because of the presence of God in our relationship and focusing on that um, and and we've always prayed and encouraged each other. That we've been very successful. In fact, we've been married for 33 years. Adele and I have been married for 33 years, and uh, we've enjoyed. We've had challenges. We've had, um, you know, a lot of successes. We've been blessed with children, and we believe that it's important to, um, you know, make put that Christ is on the throne in terms of your marriage, and that even when you're you're going through struggles that you know um that you'll come out of it and and so that's that's kind of the first chapter um the second chapter talks about how to prepare for marriage and success and i believe that there is uh really important steps that you need to take to prepare for marriage and one of those things that we went through that helped us to be successful we had premarital counseling we had Several sessions that we had to do. We had books that we had to read, uh, things that we had to write in assignments, and so it was a really thorough um, preparation for marriage. And we had conversations with someone that has had experience. So I just want to put out there, and I'm sure I said in the book, to make sure that you connect with people that have already been married for years and they have a positive attitude toward their marriage, they put it, that out there too. You wanna to make sure that you get positive inputs about what are the success strategies, of um, how do you work through various aspects of relationship, how do you stay in communication. You wanna be that person that makes sure that your marriage is solid and successful and that it gets beyond the two year to five year periods. because so, some of the adjustments that can happen with, especially within the first two years, can be challenging and but with god's help you can overcome and make sure that your your marriage is sound all the years add into the success of your marriage Then the next chapter it talks about the the value of premarital counseling uh, i've mentioned that a little bit earlier But yes, uh, having someone to kind of look from the outside looking in and sometimes and especially in the engagement, you're so in love with each other. You don't see that there are any faults or flaws that you need to work through. And so premarital counseling positions positions you for that. And I guess that speaks to um, that you need a relationship that's more than a year so you can really see the person and you can really get good inputs on who they are, even through their family and friends, you want to make a connection that gives you good, gives you good input and advice toward this relationship that you're in. Um, you know, a lot of times when you see the family setting that they've come from, and you've come from your own family setting, that can be an important part of the premarital counseling and conversation. So don't give up on um, on finding that. Many churches have their own. Process where they implement that, and you want to take advantage of it. And in the fourth chapter, I talk about how to strengthen your relationship. It's really important to have a strong and enduring relationship, it's important to have good communication. I remember I talked with a couple, um, they have been married for many years, uh, but their biggest struggle was just talking during the day. And I, I think what happened was that they would enter into these long conversations and they were working. And so just finding ways to still make the conversation meaningful, get things started, but then have a a more in-depth conversation later. And when they begin to do that, they had a better conversation, they had a better relationship because they um, really knew that it wasn't that there was a negative um, situation there, but that they just needed a new strategy. And sometimes to strengthen your relationship you have to implement new strategies. Uh, you can't do this, use the same habits that you've always used as your relationship and as your marriage is progressing. Um, and then even in strengthening your marriage, you want to read books. You want to certainly have the Bible as a guide. You want to listen to things that encourage you and keep you motivated. These are all things you want to surround yourself with positive people. These are all the things will help to strengthen as a key to your marriage. And, and then in the next chapter, I talk about the key to effective communication. Oh, this is so important. Communication throughout the day, communication in the morning. Sometimes the weeks can get so busy and just fly by. And you as a couple have not really sat down and communicated. So you actually have to... Uh, build that in and see and feel when wow we're just not communicating we're, we're not on the same page you need to have those conversations and have them openly not when you're really tired um, not when you're angry but you need to have conversations um, and communicate with each other in strategic ways whether it's leaving a message um, coordinating time and schedules because many families have several children so communication can break down there. Uh, you think you're communicating with a child, the, the, the mother, the father are communicating in different ways. So you need to constantly work on communication. That's not something that's going to end uh, within the first few years. Imagine you're going to always be working on your communication and encouraging one another. And another aspect of this that I think is really important In a marriage relationship, is the power of forgiveness. You know, God tells us to forgive, and how often shall we get forgive? Seven times seventy—that's what's that? Four hundred ninety times. So we have to be continually in a place of forgiveness. And one of the ways um, that you do that is you—you're humble, and that can be really hard, especially for men, to humble themselves and admit that I'm wrong. Um, I don't know if any of you watched uh, Happy Days. Um, Fonzie used to have such a problem with saying, I'm wrong. But you have to literally say to your spouse, I'm wrong, or to the person that you're engaged to, I'm wrong. And especially when you're practicing that as an engaged couple, that reassures the person that you're about to be married to that when there are conflicts, when you are wrong, and when there is a need for forgiveness, that you can do it. That just making that a practice and maybe you realize that in your family that there wasn't forgiveness and but you can work through it and you become better at that if you allow God to give you direction and uh, how to handle it and if you open yourself up to to change. That you can forgive uh, each of you as a couple. You're forgiving each other and moving forward. Not holding grudges. Not holding it, holding it um, against your your spouse. But moving forward. And I think that that's really important. That you take steps toward forgiveness. Every day, um, different challenges come up. Sometimes there's challenges just to tear down your marriage. That's the whole goal. If, if you're not forgiving one another, you're going to bed angry. Um, the scriptures talk about not letting his son go down on your wrath, um, which means don't go to bed angry. And so you're resolving these problems so you can wake up in the morning and feel confident um, in your relationship with God. So I'm, I talk about that in the book, The Power of Forgiveness. Uh, in chapter 7 um, how to overcome conflicts and there are going to be especially when you add children in there may be conflicts in the ways that you were raised versus the way that your spouse is raised and having conversations and outlining what the discipline is what how you're going to respond in given situations you could be preemptive in your ability to overcome conflicts, because you know that they're going to come, um, but you can resolve them ahead of time, or know know that um, you know there are certain times of the week where you're going to have some conversations uh, on a specific problem with your child in school, or just you being more loving and having a conflict because you're not as loving as you need to be. And I, I was watching the Steve Harvey show and he was he was just saying that the more you confess that you can't overcome the conflict, the more that, that you'll have that. So confess that you will overcome it and that you're willing to work at it and you'll be in a better position to overcome. Uh, the, the next chapter is on the benefits of intimacy. You know, that's a really important part of uh, all relationships, that you have that time of intimacy. Um, you know, the, the, the scriptures talk about the bed is undefiled. So, yes, you ha- should uh, come together in a uh, level of intimacy and, you know, agreement in those areas and spending time uh, just loving. Sometimes it's just holding the person even beyond that, Um That you love them and the love shows through, and that because that love you share your bodies with one another, um, and that's what God's plan is for marriage. And for the two, the two shall become one and dwell together, not other people involved, but your intimacy is focused on each other. Uh, Chapter 9 is the key to money management, and the, the you may or may not know the number one thing that drowns and kills marriages is the management of money and challenges within the finances of a family. So, if you need a financial expert, make sure you get help there. You know, you as a couple read books, um, listen to videos, join. Um, these they have these different people now who are professionals who have courses but get yourself up on your finances put it down on paper Um, that's going to help you to be successful in managing what's coming in and what's going out and not making purchases that you really truly can't afford and then you want to focus on being married for a lifetime as i said earlier in this our last chapter is on that married for a lifetime we've been married for 33 years we you know look forward to many more years and we all these things that I talked about contributed to our ability to have a successful marriage. And so, I, I really want to encourage you that you can do it as well. And especially in those early years, you got to work through things, you got to be patient with one another, you got to be forgiving, you have to work in your communication. All these things add up to a successful marriage, and you want to do that. And that's what I wanted to bring up because I just seen what can happen. And I, in the book, I actually have. Uh, individuals who've been married anywhere between ten to to thirty years, who give their insights in terms of marriage. So you want to make sure you take advantage of those. Uh, there's plenty of things to write inside the book. And so the big question is, where can you get this book? You can get this book by going to my website at drjonesbooks.com. That's D R J O N E S. Books.com, scom drjonesbooks.com you can go right there there's a button click on the button it's going to take you to amazon because that's where i'm selling it and you can then purchase the book as many copies as you want and also if you want to get copies in bulk um, you can talk to me about that as well And I I hope that this has been some insightful things, just giving you some inputs on marriage. And hopefully I'll be doing some additional courses and and videos over time around this book because I really want to have an impact. So I want to thank you so much for coming. Again, just go to um, http semicolon slash ask drjonesbooks.com and you'll be able to get the the marriage book there's a tab that says marriage so you want to click on that marriage tab and it'll take you to where to get the book and then if you just want to talk you know have a conversation with me my email is stephenjoness at rcn.com, and you certainly can reach me at 610-842-3843 have a blessed day and have a blessed marriage